And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle. The safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me, but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. So this podcast may be shorter than usual, but it's going to be titled, I'm going to just say the title here, it's going to be titled Holding Your Tongue. So I'm going to break down what led me to doing this podcast as we progress and also some points that I concocted. And also I was discussing it with my friends because I always have discussions with my friends when things happen because I love to hear other people's opinions because I, I feel like if my opinion is mine, of course, duh, and my opinion is valid, your opinion is valid, but at the same time, I love to hear other people's perspectives because it, it makes this situation more, you know, understandable in my eyes. Their perspectives could be wrong, could be right, doesn't matter, but it gives you like the, the situation more opportunities to see different like you know ideas and how things play out so story time i will as you may have known uh well y'all wouldn't know this one of my new year's resolutions was i was supposed to go on a trip with my friends this year to a different country than the trip we have now (laughs) because money is just not a thing to us and we don't have that but yeah we're supposed to go on a trip and my friends and I, I said we're going to have, I, I understand the idea of a summer body and I don't agree with what society has deemed a summer body to be, of course. But at the same time, I want to be healthier and I want to be more fit. And I exercise, I haven't exercised consistently in a really long time, but when I did, I would exercise like every day, well, five, not Saturdays and Sundays, those are days of rest, but I would exercise like five days a week i would do everything i'll do my cardio i'll do my workouts i'll do my weight training everything but i have slacked because of many reasons and i'm interested in getting back into it as much as i used to be and in doing so i wanted to get more gym equipment for myself because i don't have gym anxiety which is not a real thing is it a real thing it may be a real thing but i have gym anxiety so when i go to a gym I can't work out because I just don't feel comfortable. I've tried it at different gyms. I don't like it. I was interested in getting a personal trainer, but it's just it's like a financial burden. I'm just not willing to make at the moment. So, no. And because of that, I said I'm going to buy as many gym items that I could get that at a reasonable price that I could use that are accessible to me. So I have weights. I have a yoga mat. I have skipping rope. And the one thing I've always wanted, and my parents could back me up on this if they were here, is that I have wanted like a treadmill since I was 12. We had like a, we have like decision making in my household. So like how people would do pitches for businesses like Shark Tank. We had, my dad was constructing a back room and we had to decide what the room was going to be. I was too young to really make a standing point. I wanted a gym. My mother wanted a sewing room. We got a sewing room, which is still in use right now, but just saying. I'm saying all this to say that I've wanted gym equipment my entire life. I love working out. 
I just can't be consistent sometimes. So as such, because I'm a working woman now, and one of the things I wanted to get this year, and of course was to be more fit, is an exercising bike. So this leads us to story time. Story time. I went to, and I'm gonna say, like, I'm. I mean, nobody may ever listen to this from. Well, people do listen to this from Tobago, but I don't care. Like, I have my evidence. Like, I sent it to my friends. I, don't, I like this defamation thing. I don't even give a damn. But I went into our local courts up down Scarborough, which is courts is the equivalent. Courts is a, a furniture and like a, a regular furniture store. You know, it has everything you need from appliances to your dining room to your bedroom, you know, regular stuff. I went to the store. There was a bike I was going to get. It's like a thousand two. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to pay for that bike. I'm committed to paying for that bike. I was going to just see how much it is. If I could do pricing, down payment or whatever. And then when I walked inside, I saw a bike for six nine nine. And I was like, wave me. Listen, I understand you want to work out. I understand why this is important. But that six nine nine bike looking very nice. Go up to the cashier. I say, hi, I'm interested in getting the bike. Right? Again, I live in Tobago. I was home. I wasn't in courts in Port of Spain. I wasn't in courts in or standards in Sawa. I was in courts up down Scarborough. Go inside the store. Show the woman I want the bike. At this point, I'm guessing, because I come here regularly when I was a child, meaning let's say ages 5 to not even 10. Not even 10. 5 to 8, 5 to 9 max, right? So like 4 years my mom used to like buy random stuff, you know, we would come and look at appliances and be like, oh, this could be useful for the house. And then we would get it. So I guess the lady saw me and as she progressed through her mind and her gear started to go, she recognized me from when I was a child. She was like, pull on your mask real quick. I was like, hi. I didn't recognize this young lady. I recognize her face, of course, because it's just something I have a really good facial recognition. But I don't know her name. I don't know anything about her. She called me by name. I don't know any of her personal information. I have never seen this young lady in my life as I grew older. You know? So, I'm like, hi, yes, that's me. You've seen me when I was a child. I'm an adult now. 22. Yes, yes. In my head, I'm saying this. And then um, I asked for the bike. So, I was explaining to her. She was, like, asking me questions. Like, do you want it to be professionally built for you? I was like, no, I'll do it myself because I like to do that stuff. She was like, explain to me that the bike is not here in Tobago, not in either of the courts, it's in the warehouse in Trinidad, so it'll be here later this week, I was like, cool, no problem, I was like, I'll just pay for it now, and I'll come back in to collect it next week, she was like, mm, yeah, because you need that bike, because you get real big, and like, she practically is insinuating that I put on a lot of weight, so I need the bike, no, listen to me, I have worked in sales, I have worked in customer service, I have worked in insurance, I have worked in hospitality places, I work in health, I deal with angry people every single day i deal with complaints for the island every single day and i have yet i have yet to base my opinion based on something that somebody tells me people legit call the phone and say but darling what do you think about this i said sir my personal opinion doesn't really matter you know this is not a i'm not a licensed or trained personnel that can deal with this matter via the phone that's what i say you know why because it's none of my damn business. So in the heat of the moment, I just didn't say anything. I just collected my receipt. I asked when the item will be here, and I walked up. I sent a voice note to, I sent a voice note to my 
roommate because she was right like i was only four i was calling her and i was like cut i don't know like in front of the lady face i was like cut something just happened and it real funny it's not funny yeah but it real funny and i say very loud enough for the lady to hear me i walk out the store and I, was, I casually walk down the road i'm telling my roommate what happens and my roommate is like i would like a she out i am texting my brother and letting him know i was like dog if you know what just happened and he was like you buy that bike i wasn't gonna buy that bike i text my best my best friend and i was like he was like I don't know how you just do it. Because this is like a regular thing for me. People legit walk up to me, tell me I'm fat, tell me I'm big. And then just like, that's the conversation starter. So they would see me like, you fat girl. And then they would say, hello, hello. That's what they do, right? And I am like, my best friend is like, with me, I don't know how you have this type of strength. I don't know how you just do it. And I was like, no, I just don't care. Right? And then um, I told my brother, my mom, my mom, this was the funniest one. I was like, mommy, some lady in courts saw me and i guess she knew me from when i was a child and she made some very rude comments my mother was like you i wasn't buying that bike no i want the bike i don't really care what the lady said so in the heat of the moment because this has happened to me so much now i guess i've become numb to disrespect and the theme of this entire podcast is holding your tongue so i feel like if this is what my thing i know that i am very mean this is where people don't know me that well because i'm an honest person and honestly comes across as mean and in my meanness my response to her wasn't gonna be nice and that's the reality of it because i actually and i guess this is because i lived in trinidad and i got bigger than i should have been not in terms of my weight in terms of my ego and my mentality and i'm proud of it but i don't care what 90, 99, let's lower it to 98 for safety. 98% of the people on this island think about me because I have what we call a lot mentality. So the moment I left this island, I like to live in Trinidad, even though it was for two years, and I came home like every few months or whatever, I didn't care. I didn't live here anymore. I didn't care about any of these people. And it would sound mean, but it's true. Because these people didn't contribute to my life. I call them, you know, like I have, a, I have a saying when it comes to like dealing with people where it's like, if you don't contribute heavily to my storyline, as in my life, then you serve no purpose. And that's what I felt like that lady and 99, 98% of Tobagoonians are in my life. They didn't contribute to my storyline. So I don't care for them. And if I contribute to theirs, I didn't know, so I guess, um, good luck, thanks, I don't, I don't know, you know, and I realized in that moment that, like, something I do when it comes to when I'm driving, I cuss people out on the road, I have terrible road rage, and I do it because I don't want people to do it to other people, I hate the idea of somebody giving me a bad drive and not knowing that they gave me a bad drive and doing it again. Of course, they most likely will, but I want to make sure I tell you that you all do stupidness and don't do it again. So, in my thought process over the weekend, because this happened like on the 23rd, which was like five days ago. So, my thought process on the weekend was when I go to courts to collect my, my, my exercise bike, I'm going to give that lady a piece of my mind in the most respectful way ever. And I guess this goes against, like, this kind of hypocritical against the whole point of this podcast, which is holding your tongue. But here's why I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get into that in the second part of this podcast. Right. And we're back. 
why am I going to let this lady know? I'm going to say it's source work. I might rehearse it. Like, I'm going to say, like, a summary of what I'm going to say when I see it. I'm going to say, hi, good day. Um, I'm here to collect my bike. But I just want you to know that what you said last week was very disrespectful, very uncalled for, and shows your lack of hospitality within this establishment. And I know you've been working here for at least a decade because I've known you my entire life. I might leave for that decade because that's like a little report, like a little, a little cheeky comment towards her age. I don't need to do that. But I'll say it for a very long time. And that doesn't show that you have been like hospitable too in terms of your job and how you treat your customers and in terms of your customer service. Um, if I, I, I'll be honest with thing. If I was somebody that was, let's say, suicidal or somebody who had depression and you or anorexic or whatever my disorder may have been and you came to me and said, I would have needed this bike because of whatever reasons when that may not have been the intention of the bike, could have been banished for somebody else, could have been doing something for a friend, all of these things, but you made that snarky comment for what? I just wanted to let you know this because it, it shouldn't happen again to other people because you don't ever know what you don't know what people are going through. So I'm just letting you know. I understand that you've known me since I was a child. And that's cool, I guess, for you. Doesn't really benefit me, but that doesn't give you the right to say something so disrespectful to me in my moment of just purchasing an item from an establishment where you work at, where you're an employee. Something along those lines. Did I rehearse that? no but you know and i feel like if that would be enough for me i told my friends i said i'll just let her know because it's it's not good customer service and i again i work in something that deals with customer service i deal with people my entire day for like seven hours on my shift it's regular but that's why like, it really got to me i think like let me give you an example because i can't disclose this person's name i got a call from the office i guess it's maybe also because i'm trained to deal with people like this but that's that doesn't justify it but i got a call in the office like about two weeks ago for somebody who wanted a food batch this young lady missed her appointment but she didn't know she missed her appointment so i'm letting her know that she missed her appointment and in the process of me letting her know that i guess my tone may have came across a little bit mean and she was like hi i'm so sorry um the, the um your tone was a little bit a lot and i am bipolar and sometimes things trigger me and i just wanted to know that fine instantly my mood changed because like it's it's not the sound like my, my tone changed i tried to alter my tone to be more calm and collected so i didn't make her feel any type of way so i'm going through the protocol with her i told her i'll reschedule her appointment she could come in tomorrow and collect um some persons like she was explaining to me that but she has to write down everything because like her sometimes she like forgets things and you know i was like it's not a problem take your time and i kept on repeating that take your time and um and then she started to cry on the phone and she was like i'm really sorry i just like this is really emotional for me and this is a simple phone call if i was somebody else who didn't know how to deal with people I'm not saying everybody needs to be trained for this, but it's just simple courtesy. But if I was somebody else and I was like, well, that have nothing to do with me and um, I just hit the gear, food bad, like, come on. Like, that person could have been going through it and I just made their day even worse and I could have contributed to something that I shouldn't or wouldn't have to contribute towards if I was just a little nicer and if I just listened to people i'm telling you this story because it just made me realize that 
Some people just don't know how to talk to people. Some people just don't know how to hold their tongue. The young lady that I'm talking about came back in the next, well, she came in the next day to collect her package. And she was like, hi. And I was like, hey, girl. And we had a good little laugh about it. And she was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for dealing with me. I understand. Blah, blah. And it was a sweet moment because I listened, because I felt awful aura, and because I worked according to what she said. That's what you got to do. And people don't do that. I'm very sorry. I and I have heard people complain about hospitality in Tobago. And I was like, I don't have that experience. I live in country. I don't have, I don't have bad hospitality experiences. I'm sorry. I guess it's just where I live. And I didn't even think that was a reality. I'm being honest. It just, it's just an interesting thing for me. And I have seen it in more than just simple customer service jobs and stuff like that and that's what that's why we had a spot about this topic and everything else involving it is that it goes deeper than just oh courts it's legit people in your village it's legit i like i'm telling you there was a time like one of my preschool friends somebody who i still talk to i still see and tell hello and have conversations with every day right right after i did cxc cxc which is like an exam we do here that determines if you could go to college, could you get passes and stuff. Right after I did that exam and I went to sixth form, which is the equivalent of college for some people, community college for others, or upper levels or whatever. Like, I don't know. It can practically, is the, if you're in America, it's the two extra years that you all do. So I think 11 and 12th grade because we finished school at 10th grade. And in England, it's upper school or sixth form as well. it's like that or some people call it college or like a certificate or whatever but anyways when i just graduated from sixth form well, from sixth fifth form and i went to start sixth form i went back to my high school my alma mater and you know what i mean i my preschool friends saw well, his mom saw me in town and the first thing that came out of the mouth wasn't hello wasn't aloha wasn't Buenos Tardes, Buenos, Buenos Noches, wasn't any of these things. It wasn't even a simple good day. It wasn't any of that. It was, how many CXC passes you got? And I was like, what? I said, not even a good morning, boy? Like, not even a good, nothing at all? T top of the morning? Anything at all? No. I was like, oh, six out of eight. She's like, oh, good morning. All right. That's good. That's good. I said, you know, Tyree got this. Well, I was showing him calling you. I was like, you know, he got this, and I didn't care. He got this, and you know, he's back in school. And I said, that's great. I was like, all right, bye, and I left because what the hell? I don't. And this is why I just don't get it. Like, I get that some people just don't have communication skills. That's fine, but do you just not know how to communicate at all? Is it like that part of your brain just doesn't work? It's just so it's like saddening to see that there's a society of people in this world, in this country, on my island that doesn't know how to speak to people. And um, we're gonna get into the final point, which is you know, the last point in this in this whole holding your tongue like episode. But that's the, the one of the saddest realities that I had to, I've had to face since I've been growing up, like. You would see, like, when, especially when I was younger, I understood that I couldn't say much. I understood that I had to hold my tongue because I wasn't experienced and I had no right to talk in big people business. And I still understand that. I still respect that. But there's something that I just don't understand. 
and I can't fathom within the world of holding my tongue to please others. And our final point of this week's podcast is the double standard of disrespect. In that moment, and I'm being honest, in that moment when the young lady said what she said, I felt disrespected, right? I'm not going to lie. I guess I'm too sensitive, like what they're saying about people in this generation. I don't care. Like, I felt disrespected, right? My friend said that they felt secondhand disrespect for me. My mom, for the first time ever, I'm not going to be lying to you. Maybe, maybe like top, maybe fifth max, nothing like 10 as well. Like, said, Waveney, that was disrespectful. She's never stood up for me. I'm sorry, that that sounds mean. She stood up for me, just not a lot. And, And in that moment, I was like, huh. Look at that. Disrespect from an adult. Never thought I would hear somebody say that. Because only my friends ever see it. You know what I mean? I, I remember there was a time I came back home and a guy, which has made it so much worse, I guess. Because it's like, I objectified me and, and he's a lot older than me and whatever. And he saw me and he was like, mm, every time you come home, you just gain bigger. And I was like, what? And I held my tongue and I called my best friend real quick. I was like, dog, if you know what happened. And he was like, Waveney, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud that you held your own. I'm proud that you didn't say anything mean and say anything disrespectful. But hear me out, all right? Hear me out. Why should I be proud? And I guess I understand and I'll get to it. But I don't feel like I should be proud for holding my tongue at people who don't have respect. I think those are the people that you should let go your tongue at. I feel like if people who are just misunderstood and don't didn't like miscommunicate the information, that's fine. But I just don't feel like I have to hold my tongue for others. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm, as I told you, when I go back to court, I'm gonna let this lady have a piece of my mind in the most respectful way. No explicit language, no 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 censorship, nothing. Just gonna speak very calm and collected. I'm an adult. I don't care. But. Now that I can say that, and I just said it, I'm an adult. When I was 16, I wasn't an adult, and I understood that voicing my opinion based on other person's perspective of me may have come across as me overstepping my welcome in my own life. But now that I'm an adult, I don't care what my words do to others. People who are disrespectful, other people don't deserve it. But I just don't care. I, I, if I ever see that guy again and he tells me something about my weight, I'll say, I might just say, in the words of one of my teachers, H-Y-M-C, H-Y-M-C, can't cuss on this for this episode, but I might just say that, I might, I might honestly just, I just say, you know, let it go on him, because I'm like, why do you think that your opinion matters, that you have to tell me something every time you see me, I see you and I pass you straight, but you took time out of your day to walk up to me and tell me something that I didn't ask you to tell me, that I never questioned you about i've never mentioned you more and more in my life than i've mentioned you in this one moment because this is the only instance that is a core memory in my life because it would resonated with me like i haven't done that so why do you take time to do that and i feel like if there's a double standard when it comes to disrespect like i don't care how old you are i don't care if well age matters so like a 50 year old telling me something or like my aunt, my great aunt telling me something, I automatically just have to agree or respect what she said, even if I disagree. And that's crazy. That's not how it works. Disrespect is not something that you could just say, well, they're old, so they don't understand. No, 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 no. 
that's a double standard because because I'm young, I should understand, right? I should be able to just deal with it. That doesn't make sense. And that's where we create like a generational, generational? generational (laughs) a generational curse of people thinking that age means maturity and age means respect no that's not how it works the respect that i give unto you must be the same respect that is reciprocated unto me if you aren't being respectful to me i am not always gonna like let you know how i feel and this might sound mean and i guess i've never said this to anyone but i don't care one of my great aunts she became very disrespectful in her later years of life to me. She told me I'm fat that I shouldn't, because um, wait is something that everybody brings up in my life. And I'm fat that I should watch wash my lettuce with mentalistic spirit to help me cut down weight. And that my mother's side of my family, even though they're fat, that is not an excuse for me to gain weight. And I'm like, what? I would have been like, 18 and if you saw me when i was 18 i was still very small so i would have been like 18 19 when that happened because she died like two years ago and i this and i'm telling you that i don't regret this i didn't when she when she died i didn't come home i could have i really could have i i could have caught my flight i had a class that day but i still could have made it to the funeral until my class on time my class started at five funeral was at like one I could have flown home, gone to the funeral, come back to class. I could have done everything. I didn't. I could have dressed for the funeral. Then I could have done the whole. I didn't. And the reason I didn't was because I felt disrespected. And I don't care. And I get them. It's really me what I'm saying. But I didn't hold us. It wasn't simply like I was holding a grudge. It was more or less that I felt like even if I showed up that day, even if I showed up the day before she died, even if I, and I didn't speak to her ever again, but that's something I didn't mention. After she was really mean to me, because I used to go and check her out, and I always used to see her, but after she was really mean to me, because I wasn't at an age where I understood how to communicate, and because I still had that mindset where you had to just let be quiet when older people spoke to you, I never voiced how I felt to her. I voiced how I felt to my mom, my friends who are like practically my family now i voiced what i felt to those people and they were like that's a lot like that's really a lot and then when she died i didn't cry i didn't feel a single thing i don't even remember and that's so mean right like it sounds mean and as mean as it may sound i don't regret not going to the funeral i don't i it was a just a day that flew by my uncle died a few months later and i cried for that one not because, oh, he didn't talk on my weight, because he did. But he was a nice person. Like, he actually was nice. And that was hurtful. And I'm saying all this to say is that sometimes what you say to people will determine how those people will treat you in the future. The double standard that is placed on life when it comes to holding your tongue and being respectful and being disrespectful has become black and white. Is it that you're this or you're that? And that's not how it works. And that's one of the things that we need to change. Because as the generations continue to come up, you realize that, yes, they're sensitive. Of course they are. Because they were raised by people and they're saying things online that don't collaborate with how they feel. It doesn't, it's not cohesive. It's like two puzzle pieces that, excuse me, that just don't work. I never will. And I don't, 
want to, I guess that's why it's on me. I don't ever want a person to enter my life again and feel like they could be disrespectful to me. Because I have never been disrespectful to you until now, you know? So as I close off this podcast episode, I'm going to say be kind to others. You'd never know what somebody is going through and you should never be a contributor to somebody's pain. It doesn't matter how you feel because there are many ways that she could have said that. She could have said, why don't you want this bike instead of that bike? Or you could also get this. This is really beneficial too. This helps with, you know, exercising. She could have said all those stuff, but she didn't. She didn't say that. And that's what made the difference. It's not what she said simply. It's what she didn't say. Also what she said. (laughs) But yeah, so hold your tongue. And sometimes don't. But make sure that you always stick up for yourself. And make sure that you lay your boundaries with people. Because people like to overstep their welcome in other people's lives. And no one, and when I say this, I mean it. No one has the right to enter your life unless you want them to. And that brings us to the end of this week's Waves episode. As I will always say, with each week, I come here and I talk and talk and talk. But I want for each of us to learn from each other, to grow from each other. So if you have a message that you want to send in, you can send that in. My information is always in the description. But stay tuned for more episodes to come, more topics, more controversial topics. And even some sentimental stuff along the way. So enjoy the rest of your day, your night, your evening. And continue to be a light in your own life.